and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Here we go again. Once again, welcome to The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Uh, I am Rich Conroy, your host. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? So, this is it, man. We have we have reached the end of Ultraman X. Which is weird. Isn't it? it well, see, the problem is, we've reached the X, the end that we can watch. It shows that there are more yeah, episodes. Yeah, there's one more. Well, no, there's got to be more than just one. Because, personally, me, and I know they could, I don't see how they could wrap the show up in that one episode. So, I figure there's got to be three or four more episodes but they're not on Crunchyroll, so we can't watch. They don't them. exist, dude. I'm telling you, that's it. All right, so there's then one more episode to wrap everything up. The Rainbow Land is the last one. I uh, know because I've got uh, World United as one. Right, which is that weird wrap-up episode they talked about. They were like, "Yeah, we're, you can watch this uh, as our last." Uh, Oh, so Rainbow Land is the actual that's last it. episode. That's the last. The next one is Ultraman X. The movie here comes our Ultraman. Okay, because they are, I, okay, they, then they didn't wrap it up nicely, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to agree <laughs> with you on that. Spoilers, you guys. It's at a least, little... At least with Jeed, they wrapped it up decently enough where, yeah. okay, you can still make a movie out of it, but yeah. it's wrapped up if you don't want to see the movie. Right. This X this, is not wrapped up at all. No, this, it leaves a lot of uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about everything. And we'll go first with the beautiful end, right. which 21. is episode 21, December 15th, 2015. Um, written by, let's see, Hirotoshi Kobayashi and directed by Kirotaka Taguchi. And it is um, Daiichi's conducting experiments for a couple of days straight. And as soon as coming to visit him, because she's worried. Right, and he's trying to set up this stuff to hear his mother's voice again in the last place that he knew his mother was, which right. was the old lab that we saw right. get disintegrated. Right. And um, that was during the Ultra Flare incident. So according to him, the process is similar to uh, finding fossil fragments. And then uh, that an ancient relic that his dad found at this spot could mean a clue to an important piece of the puzzle. Right. Um, now, meanwhile, near the moon, Wataru and Mamaru are in the uh, Mare Australe. Would that be how you pronounce that? I don't know. Okay, it's I a mean, new Muschetti. Yeah, they um, basically just go with Muschetti. And they did have... We'll call these space Muschetti. <laughs> they did have a really nice earth rise. Around, oh, yeah, that was nice. I yeah, had to write down. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that is gorgeous. Yeah. And for all you flat earthers, yep, the earth's not flat. Sorry. Yeah, no. Um, oh, you're the boy. Um, now they're they're talking about how they're going to. They're looking for the source of uh, dark thunder energy. Talking about how they plan on defending the earth with love. After pointing out that this Muschetti isn't equipped with the ultimate beam cannon, <laughs> and it's funny. What Tara's like? All right, I, you've equipped it with the ultimate beam cannon. He's like, no research stuff, dummy. Like. <laughs> Why would I put a cannon when we're trying to research stuff? We're yeah, not fighting like, stuff but, around the moon. But, but, oh, but, but, oh, hello, oh, Owen. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Good. Everything okay? He's he's funny. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah. So we're all we're all good. We're good. It's buttoned. 
My top button has to be. Yeah, the top button leaves so glasses alone. Beat have to be it. Able to read. Beat it, you. <laughs> Not young anymore, Owen. Yeah, none of us are except him. Except him. Ah, uh, the wistfulness <laughs> of youth. Join us now as we whist. <laughs> oh. <sighs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, now back on Earth, uh, Hayato, Takeru, and Chikari. Now Takeru and Chikari are the two people who are the. Um, organizational end of Zio that sit in the back of the room yeah. where like, oh, this is where this is happening, and this is where this is happening. Yeah. I had no idea what Chikari's name was until this very moment. Right, right. And you're sitting there going, okay, I get the fact that you have all of these people. And you have the six that you're really going to focus on. These two haven't really done much a other than, of a lot. Yeah. They're, they're your exposition. They're expository, right. Exactly. And now they're going around the moon because they're important. Well, no, Takari's been in the show. Right, but the other guy. You know, the other guy's the science guy. All right. He's he's part of the whole thing. It's really the other two, the um, uh, Takaro and Shikari. And then they're like, uh, they're trying to figure out where to eat for lunch. Um, which just shows that even if you have a giant cross-shaped facility with 2,200 people in it, there's and I'm lunch. sure there's a fine cafeteria. Sure there is. You just want to go out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go down to the cafeteria. Oh, again, they have yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's I, Thursday. It's meatloaf. Yeah. Oh, dude, when I worked for, um, when I worked at the insurance company, whoa, what a cafeteria that was, man. Right. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Was it? I it was, you, there were, you could get, uh, like, crazy salads. You could get um, hamburgers and hot. Like, it was like going to a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Nice. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, now, um, let's see, uh, back on Earth, they decide where they're going to look for lunch by playing rock, paper, scissors, and Rui and Dr. Guramon try out a Fanton specialty, yogurt noodles, talk about selling it on Earth and naming it after Rui, uh, to the doctor's protest, of course. Of course. course. Um, the three then get a call from Universe Headquarters in Geneva saying the source of dark thunder energy is approaching Earth. Right. And... It's basically like they found this thing coming toward the Earth. Right. And, okay. Uh, Again, whatever. Uh, And then this dark thunder energy hits Nevada, shockingly Area 51, because everybody knows about that. And then, then, uh, of course, it it makes the space muscati disappear. Of course. Hang on one second. I'm going to pause this and take care of him for a second. Okay, go ahead. Do what you got to do. Let me pause this again. Pause now? No, I think record. Marvel and wonder as real life interferes with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, what Taro and Mamoru are told uh, that this uh, a source is approaching, and they notice that the space energy levels are getting to level zero, which is bad. Daichi finally contacts his mother before being told there's an unidentified light heading towards Earth. Dr. Gurman explains that the source of the Dark Thunder energy is something that doesn't actually exist and is, uh, that's, that's what that light is. Your brain is trying to process something yeah. that doesn't exist. It doesn't really exist, so therefore you will put something there. Right. Okay. Um, the object literally reaches Earth and lands um, in Nevada, just blowing it to pieces. Right, and then they say that it targets life energy mm-hmm. and that the spark dolls have it. Right, and it's, that was the largest depository of them in the world. Right, in, in Nevada, which I instantly obviously realized. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Area 51. Why not? Be sure. And then the second largest is dun, dun, dun. 
Studio, headquarters in oh. Japan. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? You would think, you know, there'd be. You didn't think there were so many giant monsters in America, did you? Just making sure it was run. Oh, okay. Don't mind me. <laughs> no, um, go ahead. Uh, a little behind the curtain there. Um, so the Ultraman X immediately identifies the threat as Griza and insists he must talk to everyone at Zio directly and does throw th- through everybody's uh, Palm Pilots. Oh, I'm sorry, Divisors. Yeah, um, twist. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Um, he targets life energy of planets, leaving nothing in its wake. And uh, he was the one who was followed uh, into their solar system after Grease had destroyed three life-plenty planets. And he defeated him by pushing him into the sun. But uh, Grisa apparently has survived. So well, that's we, what they show that's as what the, the Ultra Flare is. Yeah. Right, that was the beginning opening of the show, of the show yeah. is where the two balls are hitting. That's Ultraman hitting Grisa and mm-hmm. sending him into the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen enough movies where stuff going into the sun doesn't really survive. But what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a giant monster? I am no. <laughs> I can I can attest that Pat is not a giant monster with a light up head. Um, so uh, because uh, Tokyo has the uh, second largest, like we said, uh, containment of spark dolls, he heads off to Tokyo. Right, and then Daiichi becomes X with Asuna. Watching him, right? Yeah, so which we never really saw before. We've got a beautiful scene though of Azio agreeing to. Uh, they're like, "Yeah, we'll cooperate with you," and they begin a twenty-kilometer evacuation. Um, so we get to see tons of destruction. No, no, tons of people. There's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's all people. your people. There's all the people. All the that people that work there. They're like the guys in the hard hats. <laughs> everybody's got to get out. And right, right. Yeah, that was nice. Um, plenty of extras in this episode. They, this is where this is where money was. This spent. is where they spent their money is getting all the extras. Tons Just of money for a day. Tons of money went into this ep- these two episodes. Um, so uh, and then Zio U- Z- U- America launches Perseus missiles at Griza, but he dodges them all um, and destroys all the vehicles, which I thought was great. With the uh, we finally get to see other Zeo, like those submarines. Yes, yes. They showed enough Zeo stuff. And you're like, okay, now I feel better knowing that our science patrol, you want to call it Zeo, right, right, right. yeah, it is supposed to be all over the world. world. Yeah. Now you can actually see right, other yeah. stuff. Like I said, I wanted to see that. Like, you have a worldwide organization. Give me a little. Yeah, and it doesn't Send a guy in from Geneva once in a while. <laughs> You know, send the cowboy guy from Texas. Sure, <laughs> send us the guy with the boots and the hat. That's fine. So, um, uh, so then they try. They have um, Hayato departs the Sky Muschetti to intercept him, and uh, Tachibana and um, the uh, Kamiki have uh, Doctor Guraman make an ultra shield right. for the building because you have to protect the building. Right. So Daichi has a sooner pull over in the Porthos. And he finally reveals to her that he is indeed Ultraman X. And she tells the rest of Zeo as he transforms and goes right into the Exceed form, which I thought was cool. Yeah, he's flying up. They didn't he just have goes to like transfer this into every different form. He's already at which Exceed. Is very nice. Yeah. So now you can see what it looks like from in the outside. Flight. Yeah. Yeah. Which outside very, looking very in cool. instead of inside looking out. Um, then uh, she realizes Cyber Gamora into reality. I didn't even write to that help down. with uh, oh, that's smart. 
to help with <laughs> to help out uh, Ultraman. And uh, Dr. Gurman activates the Hyper Energy Shield when energy shields aren't good enough. No, exactly. Let's get a Hyper Shield. Even with the combined efforts of Ultraman, uh, Exedex, Cyber Gamora, and the Muschetti, Grisa does gain the upper hand, shot down the Muschetti, emits a strange sound wave that disrupts technology, and uh, uh, wipes out, doesn't he wipe out, uh, or is that the next episode where he wipes episode. out Gamora? Mm-hmm. Spoiler, everybody. Yeah, it's a two-parter. Yeah, sorry. two-parter. Sorry. <laughs> um, Daichi does not, of course, give up, and X tries to use the Exceed Slash, only to be absorbed by him. Right. And leaving only his color timer standing, much to the horror of everyone. Right. And then they show the size of the color timer, and it is gigantic. Yeah, it's massive. It's massive. Which I thought was very, very cool yeah. to show. Like, it's this little thing on a chest, and then, oh my god, here it is, real yeah. size, and it's, I don't know, 50 feet high or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's massive. And, and then see. it goes right to the end of series, end of show, Right. get to the next show. Yeah. Um, the prop used to display the USA ships were reused from the Zeo Muschietti in its mid-transformation sequence to Space Muschietti. Okay. Um... Oh, yeah, then we saw the Zeo Japan base's rocket launchers come up in a yes. great sequence. Very, very as, cool. Um, as um, Daichi and Asuna are driving up. Yes. That was really very cool. cool. Um, I mean, as the beginning of a two-part, and you're not sure it was going to be a two-part until you're getting close to the end, I'm like, all right, they're not going to wrap this up now. So this obviously it was becoming a two-parter. Was it a bad episode? Right, yeah. This one had a lot of stuff. Holy moly! This had this was the fighting was the way Grisa moves. Right, and it had a shield and transport, so therefore he's not going to get hurt right away. Right, that weird like that weird like reality warping. Yes, yes, it's very cool. All he does is he shifts himself, sort of shimmies from one spot to another, just sort of instantly. And then you know that's why they're the. Gamora, Cyber Gamora, and Ultraman X are actually hitting each other instead of Grisa. Yeah, of it was really, really well done. Really, really well done. This is, of course, the first appearance of Grisa. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. I really, really, really like this episode. Yeah, it was very good. And yeah. then the next episode, titled Rainbow Lamb. Yeah, let's just get right into it. We don't Might even well. have to skip anything. Um, you want to take a pause for a, a break or anything? No, we're good. Okay, we're good. Making sure. Yeah. Air date of December 22nd, uh, 2015. Yuji Kobayashi uh, is writer and uh, Kiyotaka Taguchi is the director. Okay, so we're continuing from the last episode. Right, they cut the intro super dope. Oh, yeah, it was just like Ultraman X. Yeah, Man. that's it. Didn't they do that with they did that with Jeed too? They did that with the last episode of Jeed. Yeah. This is the end show. You've seen the episode the intro enough times. We're not gonna have to show it to you again. Let's get right to the episode. And that also gives them extra time to build into the episode. Two minutes or so. Whatever it is. That's great. Now, continuing from last episode, X's color timer is standing just chunked into the ground at a weird angle. And then Asuna goes into the digital space. To try to find Daiichi. Right, because she hears his heartbeat when she leans on the color timer. Right, on the color timer. Now, how she gets into the digital space, they don't quite give you, but I'm sure it's in the Zio headquarters. Well, yeah, we've seen Daiichi do that when he had to go in to find X after X got sent to the digital space 
one of the episodes. Okay. Remember when he was swimming, yeah. swimming through the digital yeah. space? Yeah. 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 When they found the <laughs> rainbow sword, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fair enough. Which we find out the reason that it's in there today because it is the artifact that Daichi's father found. Right. Right. I never thought that was cool. I was like, I was like, oh, they wrapped they they stuck that in wrap that in nicely yeah. to get the whole show to sort of make some yeah. sort of sense. And yeah. like I said, the logic in these shows, you can drive a semi tenuous at best. <laughs> tenuous at best. But you gotta just let it go because if you don't, my mind is not gonna be it's able gonna to drive do you it. nuts. <laughs> So, um, a student of volunteers to um, go in and, oh, look at that. Dr. Garman then insists on using the same system used in The End of the Rainbow. Okay, there, there you go. Yeah, yeah. If we had only read a few lines further, oh, our question would have been in. We do that. <laughs> so, Rui by her side, Asuna prepares herself as Dr. Garman commences the transfer and finds herself inside X. Daichi finds himself in a strange but familiar memory. His mother is explaining the prediction of complete disappearance of life in 15 years, i.e. now. Right. <clears throat> and um, explains she picked up faint signals from the ex-lugger. Now, when her husband comes inside the building to warn her about the flare, she explains that the voice of the future she heard was Daichi. So, you actually realize that He's not talking to her from the future as he thought. He's, he's talking, talking to, to her, her in the now. past. Or yeah, he's talking to her in the past, in his now, and again. Right. Wibbly wobbly timey one. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm okay with that. <laughs> now, um, they thought he was dead, but Greaser regenerates and attacks the base once again. Uh, Asuna keeps looking for Daichi when she spots the X lugger. Um, Daichi begins to vanish and collapses to the floor. Now, Hayato releases Cyber Gamora to try to defeat Grisa again, but he loses and derealizes again in an amazing... Just nice, nice, nice shot. Absolutely. Oh, God, it was so cool. Now, the destruction in this is... Uh, well, they nice. destroy the Zeo head parts of it, yeah. Which, I understand it's a miniature that they specifically built for this show, but to destroy it at the very end... Yeah. Why? Yeah. Not? You got it. <laughs> and Dr. Garman then uh, he he uh, instructs Rui to evacuate and keep Asuna safe before he is presumably destroyed al- alongside the base by Grisa. What a shot that was! Like yes. he's like, yeah. So bah. the whole thing is you're like, like, oh my god, Dr. Garman. Like yeah, you, you start to worry about our little alien. That oh my goodness, he's our our friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and then he he. Resurrects Ex Gamora, Red King, and uh, Demaga, uh, energized by the Dark Thunder energy, and Grisa absorbs them alongside all the other Spark Dolls and transforms into his final spiky. Oh my goodness! What a cool looking thing yeah. this was. Yeah, I don't know how much extra nonsense they had to throw onto this suit. Or it's got to be a different this. suit. It's got to be a completely different. No, suit. I'm getting that it's a different suit. But they're going to use the base suit and just sort of add a few things onto it, I would think, because that'd be the cheapest way to do it. They're not going to build a whole suit. Oh, aren't they? Oh, aren't they, Patrick? Yeah, they might. They might. You're right. Because there's a likelihood that Greedza may be reused at some point. I got you. Okay, Who knows? Fair um, so 
Kamiki and the others distract Frieza again using the ultra, like their ultra handgun type yeah. thingies. Which, okay. Again, how these guns have ultra energy. I don't remember, but it was science. science. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it, it was something that Goromon invented, I think, like back in episode one or two. Or yeah, it's at the very stuff. beginning of this series that we have obviously completely forgotten. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you watch <laughs> the new series in between. Yeah, that's, that works. So Asuna finally uh, gets through to Daiichi, uh, preventing Rue from shutting down the procedure when it, she goes into danger. Uh, which was a nice shot because yes. Rue was going to turn it off. Rue was going to turn it off. And the suitor grabs, grabs her from the stretcher, like, You can't do that. I have to yeah. do this. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And like, uh, uh, Now, just when things are about over, it doesn't look good. Um, the ex lugger glows, and Daichi is brought back, surprised to see Asuna in X's data space. Right. He's like, what, what are you doing here? Right. Um, and then we find out that feelings hurt Grisa. Right. Huh? Well, okay. Again, are you a giant space monster? I am not a giant mess? space monster. You don't know. I keep forgetting these you things. Don't know. <laughs> and somehow X absorbs the energy of the feelings. Right. And he gets a hybrid armor. Right. Well, yeah, he which can absorb his uh, the attacks from Grisa. Yeah. So and again, now they're just throwing stuff at the screen. Well, you forget that also Wataru and Mamoru return for, and sacrifice the space muschetti to stop the uh, the uh, oh when because they absorb his uh, the ultra laser. Grisa absorbs the ultra laser. Oh. Okay. They fire and he's going to fire back at them. And they just dump the space muskeeting on top of them and okay. and stop them. Okay, forgot about that. Um, inside the color timer, which is starting to glow again, Daichi explains that her feelings brought him back, as you said, before realizing that X has been with him this whole time, and his memories and feelings brought him back as well. As soon as snaps back into her body, tells everybody Daichi is back. Right. He then right. reunites into X once more to fight Grisa. Going into Exceed X again, uh, Grisa uses powers from the Spark Dolls to gain advantage. <coughs> now, thanks to some convincing from Daichi and a powerful strike to his chest, Gamora and all the Spark Dolls head towards X and they unite together to form a hybrid monster armor. Right. Uh, and then he uses the ultimate Zanadium Beam. Yes, he does. To defeat Grisa in a fantastic explosion. That is an explosion that is... They really put a lot of money just into that particular yeah. explosion. So, like, how much gasoline do we have? <laughs> Why? No reason. No reason, just wondering. <laughs> you never know. Can, can you send somebody down to the station and get more? <laughs> Why? No reason. <laughs> and you know, the guy's sitting there going, I gotta go buy more gas for this explosion again. Say, you guys are filming the finale today, right? No. Maybe. We have another episode. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, well, Daichi thanks the monsters for helping out X, and suddenly his parents appear in a vision and congratulate right, him for a job dimension. well done. Which is sad that Daichi will not actually... Get I his. expected his parents to come back. I never expected his parents to come back. I kind of figured they died when the whole spark energy thing happened. I was good with that. I figured they got absorbed to... into digital space or something. Right, but if they were absorbed, they, I don't see how they could come back 
let's just say, in human form. Right. If they were to come back in quote-unquote monster form, maybe, yeah. but they wouldn't be able to come back in human form. But he does get to see them say goodbye yeah. in the X dimension. Oh, oh, oh goodness gracious! <laughs> well, the Japanese are not are not uh, averse to killing off parents of characters. Right. No, I, I get that. Pathos. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have the pathos. I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's fine. So... Uh, Dr. Carmen, in my absolute favorite scene of the whole thing, is a piece of rubble shifts aside. And Dr. Carmen's like, wow, thought I was a goner. <laughs> like, very, very cool. Like, All right, we got to see Dr. Carmen. I was super upset about Dr. Carmen. <laughs> and then, like, he just, he's like, well, everybody, I'm okay. I thought I was hurt. And I was like, that is spectacular. Yes. That made me so happy. Um, and uh, everybody's really surprised that X was inside of Daiichi's divisor all along. Right, and then now I. W- oh, and Rui says, "Can I unite with you once?" He says, "Sure, sure, why not?" Now, do you think that's going to happen in the movie? No, no, not at all. They're going to have. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. I don't want to see it until I have to, and I know that's going to come up this week. Yeah. So I'll watch it and see what happens. But I don't see anybody else. Using the X Transformer, right. but Daiichi. Right. But if it happens, I will not be shocked if more Ultras show up. I again. Oh, there's totally shocked. has to be more Ultras in the movie. I, 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 I think I've seen the trailer, but I don't remember. Oh, I, I can't watch it I, until I'm ready. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer yet? Either? Oh, I haven't seen the trailer yet either. I'm, I'm insane. Oh, I good grief! All right. But uh, and then they do show, like you said, that there's a wrap-up episode, World United as One. Which, yeah, which we can't seem Crunchyroll. to get. I can't find it on, on uh, like YouTube either. Well, if it's a wrap-up episode, I'm not going to go ridiculously crazy because they had a half no. episode that we didn't watch, a wrap-up episode that we're not going to watch. Okay, we're fine. Um, right. There were two, um, like, there was like a early an early wrap-up episode. Right. And the there was a mid and a half. Right. There's one earlier than that oh, too, like six that. and a half or something. Okay, something like that. Um, Another half an episode, right? Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, what is going? I can't, I can't uh, understand. What is it called? Uh, World United is one. World United is one. And that would I would guess be either episode twenty three or twenty two and a half or who the heck knows what they numbered it, but that's. Um, and while you're looking that up, we're yeah. going to do this. We did get on our Facebook group a Michael Nikolai, and if I'm butchering your name, you'll please excuse me. So I'll just read or this. Or he won't. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> he might not. He might not. I don't care. Uh, regarding Gomez's Type G designation, it stands for ground type. All the cards had typings like that. It's hard to see from the show, but my kid has a few of the cards. Now, when we did Gomez, we said he was Godzilla type. We freely admit we don't know. We're yeah. making it up as we go along. Oh, of course. But take the take the message as it is and appreciate it, Michael. Thank you so much for the info. All right, here you go. Go ahead. All right, here's here's our information that we have. World United as one, January fifth, two thousand sixteen, directed by uh, Murakami Yasuke. Uh, there is no writer because it is a clip show. Just a clip show. Okay, so um, we don't even have to see it then. In in what is the final recap episode of the series, Daiichi narrates the events of what happened in the series between the Guar Army's attack and Grease's attack. Okay. Highlights of which include 
his battle against the uh, Buzzin' Brute, fighting alongside Tachibana as Ultraman Nexus. Right. His battle against corrupted EX Gamora. Okay. His confrontation with M1, discovering the source of Dark Thunder energy. Um, after recapping events with Grisa, Daichi summarizes the entire recap by stating that while there will be many more battles ahead, he and Ultraman X will be ready to face them with the help of Zia. Um, so it's basically he recaps the recap. Yeah. Oh, God. This statement is accompanied by footage of one more battle that is yet to come. Which is the movie. A scene of Ultraman X in new armor, accompanied by two other Ultras. So therefore, now we One red, the other purple and red. Okay. All of which are going into battle against a red antler, a blue fire gazola, and a new unknown threat. All right, then. So now there's something to look forward to to see the movie. There you go. Now, excluding the Ultraman X movie, this is the only episode of Ultraman X to be released in 2016. Okay. Right, um, it would have been January 2016. Like and unusually, this is the only episode in Ultraman and blah, 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 of Ultraman X that is not featured on Crunchyroll. Yeah, which I understand, okay, it's a clip episode. They may not want to see it. But, I mean, we probably could have watched it. We might not have talked about it, but we probably yeah, we might have watched it. This is about as much as probably we would cover it because yeah, it's a clip episode. Yeah, we wouldn't have really gone They're not that exciting. So we'll give Crunchyroll a little bit of credit for not putting on a clip episode that nobody really wants to watch anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Um... Now let's see. Oh, you can watch it on YouTube, apparently. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll watch it, and then we have to watch the Ultraman X movie. Yeah, look at that. Who knew? And then... Uh, it may not be subtitled. That's the important thing. To oh, find if out. it's not subtitled, then we... Oh, this video is unavailable. Even better. It is on... Uh, well, it's on their official YouTube channel, and some of their stuff is... Unavailable. Region locked. I gotcha. Okay. Really, you guys? <laughs> well, I mean, again, like you said, when they did win their... Their court suit, they may now put more stuff out, yeah. knowing that they can. It's completely and totally yep. theirs now. Oh, also, um, they uh, they're now suing that company in China that is making the other Ultraman movie. Remember the one they announced? It was like uh, they announced some new Ultraman movie. Um, oh God, I can't remember what it's called, but. Um, and they're suing that company now. Yeah, yeah, because like they're like, no, no, we own this. We own this. You can't do it because okay. they got their rights from um, the thing with Chaya. Subaru okay. versus Chinese company. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see what happens. Uh, wins case four. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yes, there we go. It's called Dragon Force. So long, Ultraman. Oh, good lord. Okay. So you remember that? Oh, wow. They uh, looks like they won already. For that, maybe. Oh, so they can stop the movie before it even gets completed or distributed. Looks that way. Maybe. maybe okay. Let's wrong. hope. I mean, I personally want Subaraya to own all of Ultraman. He did put the energy into starting the thing. Right. I want him to own it all. So let him fight the battles because right. it's basically <clears throat> the same thing Disney does. Right. You can't even have a little piece of it. So we're going to stop everything. Right. Which is fine. I understand it. Oh, I got a big problem with Disney. Well, it, I mean, They continually, perpetually extend copyright. Yeah. Because Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie should be public domain at this point. But should they, be. 
they, they keep extending copyright. Yes. Well, I mean, they influence Congress to extend copyright. <sighs> um, and no, I'm, I'm not having it. Eventually, they're going to be the only media company around. I don't think they'll be the only, but by God, they are buying a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, they, they own, they're going to own Fox. Or they, they own, own Fox They already. own Fox. They own ABC. Right. They own Marvel. Right. They own Star Wars. Yeah. They own a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't think they'll be the only, speaking as a guy that does no. work for what is becoming a media company rather quickly, yeah. and not just a phone company. Right. <sighs> There's going to be other companies that will be able to spend money maybe not to the exact level that Disney does, yeah. but Disney will never be the only, because at some point Congress is going to step in and say you can't own everything. Right, exactly. Exactly. So let's get to our Monster Minute with Griza. Alright. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. No problem. Um, let's see. He is a demonic monster that wanders the universe, destroying planets and that give off biological signals. The strongest enemy that X faces in the show's run. Uh, he was a destructive being that targeted the life forms that were most abundant in life energy from planets, leaving nothing in his wake. Let's see. Unmeasurable height, unmeasurable weight. <laughs> Makes sense. He won't stand damn still enough. Exactly, exactly. And especially if he can transport anywhere he wants to transport. How are you going to measure him? Oh, His suit actor is Yoshiki Kuahara. His status is currently deceased. Okay. Okay. And let me tell you, that's a distressing. Monster roar. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I roar. don't know why, <laughs> but it, it must activate something in the lizard brain. Yeah. Where that you're like, oh my god, I don't oh, like that. unsettling. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. So basically, we find out he and Ultraman X are the. Um, they are the uh, cause of the Ultra Flare. Right. And the real cause is Ultraman X sending him into the sun, which caused the flare. Right. Oy. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. It's a shame. But, me, it seems happen. And let's see. Uh, now, he had, of course, survived his uh, supposed destruction, revived from the waves of the Ultra Flare. So he lost, launched the Dark Thunder energy on Earth to turn monsters berserk, and had been doing it for, oh my god, only 18 days. So this whole series is supposed to take course only for when the Only from when the Dark Thunder energy started. Okay, okay, okay. But still, that's... Still crazy. Yeah. Still nuts. You got to figure, that's... So, this is just wave after wave of yeah, monsters. Three weeks Oh, my monsters. God. <laughs> 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 you you think you're having a bad couple of weeks. Jeez. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, mother of God. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, this is dead air. I can't have dead air. So yeah, we're just this basically just goes into um, the the normal the normal things we just talked about. His right. first form is a uh, is like a space darkness light kind of deal. That since the mind can't understand it, it just puts something there. And right. You sit and they go, all right, what is this science? And, right. Right. I mean, like I said, now we get to see this X movie. See if they can wrap up what they didn't really wrap up in the show or anything like that and then we'll go from there right I mean, 
I know someone did ask us what we were doing next. You put up a couple different jokes. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the next thing we're going to do after the Ultraman Ultraman X movie is the Ultraman Zeus. Okay. Film. Okay. The first one. Right. Which is going to be a pain in the butt to do a podcast episode because there are no synopsises available online. Well, we're going to have to So learn I'm going to have to write stuff, stuff down. <laughs> so it means Rich is going to have to watch it again. Oh, um, that's awful. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it, could, it could be worse. Um, let's go to Grease's second form. Um, his origin was the Universe Nevada base. Um, his powers and weapons are space-time distortion. He seems to be a walking spatial anomaly, warping space around itself at all times, resulting in erratic movements. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. That is a good way to describe it. I like that. This ability was forsaken thanks to the X-Slugger. Oh, thank God. That's why he doesn't do it in the second episode. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Because I was like, man, that is an annoying discontinuity error. True, true, but if they, it stopped because of the X-Logger, and that's one of those things, you'd like them to explain a little bit more. Now, I understand they only have so much time, and they right. have to jam a lot of nonsense. And there could have been a line of dialogue that they just said, no, we can't. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Let's take this bit out. No, that's me. Okay. Um, let's see. She has shielding, create, uh, capable of creating circular energy to neutralize stronger attacks. Uh, it appears as several spears circling that merge into a shield. That's cool. Okay. a dark lightning. Fair yeah, enough. I like pretty that. rad. <laughs> dark uh, lightning. Yeah. The Grisa beam. Energy attack that's launched from his head or from his back. The Grisa double helix. Why not? Launched from his chest. We saw that. Uh, life force sensing. Um, that's easy enough. Yeah. His absorption where he absorbs things. Dark thunder absorption. Okay. That's how he gains power. Um, the Grease of Vortex that unleashes shockwaves. We never saw that, I don't think. That's fine. Flight, regeneration, and energy whips. That was cool. The energy whip. Oh, I forgot about the energy whip. That was a hell of an effect. They do have some good Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just and When he opened up on Cyber Gamora and just whew, wiped them out. Yeah. It was cool as nothing. Oh, my gosh. What an amazing... Like, and... They get to fight in an industrial area, and which is always a good thing. Always fun. Yeah, it's always nice to see industry being wiped out. Yes. <laughs> industry and infrastructure just decimated in Japan. Our favorite, apparently. <laughs> Makes us feel terrible. And I don't know. I don't know if they use the same suit. Yeah, yeah. The head is the same. Here, look. We'll. There's the final form, right? Yeah. yeah. All spiky and whatnot. Well, all, all the spikes. And check out the head, right? This is riveting pot, I understand. We get it. We don't know what we're Let doing. Let me go back to second. Uh, yeah, it's basically all they did was add a crown onto the head. I think they just dropped the yeah, whole no, like they, shoulder thing onto Right on top of the head. They dropped yeah. the whole head piece on top of the head so they can use it whenever they want. Yeah. Which is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, exactly. Um, also unmeasurable what hate uh, weight and height or hate as you want to combine as hate of course oh god <laughs> uh, does he have any different powers well he's got the Grisa armor uh, as a result of his evolution um, oh they're calling that his jacket his Grisa jacket his, well just his jacket it's okay. not, <laughs> not so much a Grisa jacket 
I was going to say. He's got energy he's missiles. <laughs> yeah. Um, a barrier spark doll. And he gets, of course, the um, spark doll powers. Of course. Uh, as he makes them come to life, he absorbs their energy and gets their power. Oh, and that's how he found out. That's how Daichi realized that the monsters were absorbed because he... He sees Gamora, he sees Gamora's oscillation wave. Yes, yes. And you're sitting there going, ah, "All right, yeah, all right, just let it go." How else would you do it? Of course, honestly. How else would how you do else it? would one do it? Oy. Yeah, they and they use the you know the one trillion degree fireball from uh, Zeton, of course, and all sorts oh. of stuff. <laughs> all, right. all right, but it is a pyrotechnic feast for the yeah, eyes. They do put a lot of fireballs into this one. I yeah, it's pretty great. The last episode in this episode, they do have a lot of fireballs. They throw a lot of money at the screen. Getting ready for the movie, which I will watch over the next two weeks, and then we'll do this again. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see if there's anything that uh, I need to address. I don't think so. I don't think, I think so. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was a satisfying a satisfying end to the series, but there was some, like, as with all, two, it appears, all two partners, they front-load the crap out of it. And then they kind of stretch out the end part of it. A little bit. though they did cut through the opening credits, it does sort of drain oh. a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead. He's got something. When the fight started, right? Yes. The, the last fight... And it looked like a freeze frame, and it started playing the end theme music. You we were that. like, "What the crap!" <laughs> it's, 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 there's no, but there's no more. Did you think it was over for a half a second? I did, <laughs> and then I realized, "No, it's, it's not even close." And look at the time going. No, it's, it, there's more. There's more. This got me. I lost my mind. That's great. I lost. I was like, "What?" <laughs> No, you can't. Oh, oh no, they're just playing the theme song again. Okay, that's <laughs> that's okay. I see what's going on. <laughs> that's fine. all good. That's fine. Um, yeah. So if you guys uh, want to watch along with Ultraman X the movie, that is available from various sources online. If you don't have a, if you don't have a copy, if you want to get a copy, it'll be um, two weeks. That we're going to talk about this, but you know, right? Because next week is for us Easter, Easter. and Happy Easter to everybody That's that right. believes in Easter. And I, I have family obligations. With That's me. right. That's right. <laughs> um, you can buy a copy of this movie on Blu-ray from uh, DDD House, and it is legitimate. It's a uh, Hong Kong release. Okay. And it's something like twelve bucks. But would it get to you within two weeks? They're pretty quick. Oh, okay. They're pretty quick. Okay. Fair enough. see why not. I mean, you could always wait to listen to the episode, but... Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to listen as we're doing. Of course. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> we're enjoyable. But yeah, so the mystery is, what are we going to do after Ultraman Zayas, Pat? That I don't know. I'm not telling anybody yet. Okay. Yeah. But it will be something you guys can easily watch... Um, Either on Crunchyroll or on YouTube, or yeah. can get to without paying ridiculous amounts. Now you know, we you, don't have ridiculous you amounts. Want, money, you so won't have no, to pay for it. As of, as of this recording, it's all still available for free. So no problemo. Good enough. All right, all right. Well, that's it for Ultraman X until the movie, 
And uh, that's it for us until the next episode. Yeah, Sally yeah. Forth. Sally Forth, sir. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.